Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third to tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. It's equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend. The Hyundai Santa Fe features available all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, plus available dual wireless charging pads, ensuring that you can take on any adventure. It's ski season, and with the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe, I can easily load the car with all my gear plus my friends in the third row and make it right to the base of the slopes with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, everyone, we have a special giveaway for you. The Women's Cup final featuring NWSL clubs all rain and racing Louisville FC is this Saturday on Paramount Plus, and we want you to watch. So we're giving away a $100 Paramount Plus gift card to one lucky winner. To enter, like this video, subscribe to Attacking Third YouTube, and leave a comment on this video with your social media handle, and you'll be entered to win a $100 Paramount Plus gift card. Subscribe, like, and comment, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host, Lisa Roman, broadcaster and analyst for CBS Sports. On today's episode, we have a special guest interview today. Before we get into everything, a quick reminder to subscribe to us on YouTube for exclusive interviews and whenever we go live at youtube.com slash attacking third. On today's episode, we have a special guest forward for Club America competing in the Women's Cup, preparing for the third place match against AC Milan. Scarlett Camberos, welcome to the show, Scarlett. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> We're hyped to have you because, listen, we've been covering the Women's Cup. You know, it's on Paramount Plus, so you know CVS Sports had to keep a close eye on it. And we've been chatting with players participating in the tournament, and we've had a couple of racing players on. We've had a couple of Tottenham players on. And here's the truth. The fans want to hear from Club America players. So we were like, we got to figure out a way to make sure we give the people what they want. So we're so happy to have you on the show. First time that we've had a a Club America on attack, a player on attacking third. So let's start with the Women's Cup a little bit. Uh, there's one final match left for uh, for the Aguilas. And uh, how has the tournament been for you all so far? How's the experience been? It's the first time a Liga Amicus Feminil team has participated in this competition. Yeah, I mean, we knew the games were going to be tough um, coming to the Women's Cup. And um, they were, I mean, Tottenham wasn't an easy game. <laughs> And OL Rain wasn't either. It's very fast paced and very, very physical, um, which we're not used to that much in our league. Um, so we had to kind of like adjust how we played a little more. Um, 
use our physicality a lot more. And um, but yeah, it's been really fun. My family came came to watch because they're from San Diego, California. So they they came to watch. So I've been like exploring Louisville with them, and it's it's been really fun. <laughs> Before we can see, sorry. No, no. Before we continue with the soccer, I want to know, how is it seeing your family? What have you guys done in Louisville? Yeah, um, we've been eating a lot. (laughs) We've been doing a lot of tours, too. We did like a little ghost tour, which was cool. There's a lot of like little freaky stuff. Um, And yeah, and just walking around, scootering around. There's scooters everywhere. Um, But yeah, it's been really fun that we like the vibe here in Louisville. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun in Louisville there. I'm glad you're getting the food because we talked to a racing Louisville player, Jalen Howell, and she said that the food is great. So it's I'm so glad you guys are checking it out. But back on the pitch, you mentioned that match against Tottenham, how it was really tough. And, and your team and you have had to step up your physicality. And we saw that from Club America and from you in that Tottenham match. You ended up scoring the game winner in that one after elbowing off a couple of defenders. Take me through that goal that you scored. Yeah, um, I just remember seeing um, Serena, the outside back on the right side. I saw her looking up, seeing like for her to play a ball. And I was like, I raised my hand. I was like, me, like if you can get it to me. And then she placed me like a beautiful ball. And then I just remember like, OK, I need to beat this defender to um, to the ball and like get a like this is an opportunity for a goal. And then I yeah, I just kind of I nudged her and I was like, OK. And it was just me and the keeper. And then I, I, I just like, I just slotted it in and it went through her legs. And I was like, yes, I was so happy. Look, I love hearing you talk about that attacking mentality. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And people forget, I think sometimes that soccer could be a, a physical game. Sometimes let's try, let's chat a little bit about the most recent match though. Tough loss. It was a two, one loss for, for club America against old rain in that semifinal. This was the opportunity for you all to go up against uh NWSL competition for the first time in this tournament. What were your thoughts from that match specifically? Because even though it, it's a loss on, on, on club America side, it, it wasn't as if there was a, a lack of competitive play for you all. So what were some of your impressions of, of the match against oil rain? Yeah. Um, I think that match was more physical than Tottenham actually. Um, we had to deal with um, also being like tired from the first game. So, um, but it, it was good. Um, I think we scored a goal in the second half and unfortunately we didn't close out the game, but um, yeah, it's very, um, it's very nice for us to see that we can compete against teams like this and WSL teams and um and uh, European teams. So it was it was really awesome for us to feel that and get some confidence to go back into our league and hopefully smash it there, but also know that we can smash it in other places. As you mentioned that against Tottenham, an English side and OL Reign and NWSL side, what did you specifically learn about your team and, and your teammates and your style of play that you want to take back to League MX Feminile? Yeah, um, I think we need to bring that physicality that we brought to these games and bring it bring it back to the league because I think that's gonna do like that's gonna um, do a lot for us and I think we can win a lot more games um, using the speed we have, the aggressiveness that we have, and we don't really show it as much as we should um, in our in our league. So yeah, 
it was it was awesome to see that here and it's cool because we have um a lot of mexican players we have like american players and then like we're kind of like mixing it together and it's coming together and these games really helped us see that Let's stay with that energy a little bit about Club America specifically and Liga Mekis Feminil. Um, you linked up with Club America uh, December 2021 out of UC Irvine. How, how has this year been for you so far? And like, what have what have been some things that you've learned about yourself um, now that you've made this transition to to being a professional athlete? Yeah, um, well, I think the hardest part about being a professional athlete, especially in Club America, is the fans. I mean, it's a really good thing. We have a lot of fans and it's awesome. But then it's like if you have a bad game, like you're getting you're getting roasted on social media. Yeah. And it's yep. dealing with that pressure. And like um, I think that's something I had to adjust to as well. Like it meant be mentally strong in that aspect. Like um but it's been it's been really good. I mean, my first season was a really good one. I didn't expect it to go as well as it did. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I came out here to um, show what I could do. And that's I feel like that's what I've been doing. And I I just want to keep developing as a professional. And that's what hopefully I'll keep doing in Club America. <laughs> Some ways that players like to continue to develop and, and really uh, measure their success is setting personal and individual goals for themselves. So have you set any as you continue playing with Club America and have you checked any off already that you set for yourself? Yeah, good question. Um, well, coming to Club America, one of my main goals was to get on the Mexican national team because I'd never been called up to a, like a camp. And I was like, I really want to be seen by the national team. And I got called to my first camp in June. And then I called in to a sec like the second camp. But then I sprained my ankle pretty badly. So I couldn't go to like the pre-World Cup qualifiers or something. Yeah, so um, that was a kind of a bummer. But I did check that off. Um, and hopefully I can keep getting called into camps now. Um, but also... I think I hopefully I win a championship with Club America, hopefully multiple. <laughs> That's another goal of mine. You know, something it's good to hear you talk about, like how the windows open for you in terms of opportunity in different ways uh, going to to play with Club America. And something that we've um, asked, like a lot of first year players uh, or yeah, who make the leap from like American collegiate systems to a pro level, whether it's been, um, you know, going from from college to NWSL or in your case, going, you know, college to, to Liga Mekis Femino. Um, what would you say is maybe like the biggest adjustment or challenge has been for you going, you know, from playing collegially to, to Liga Mekis Femino? Um, I think it was probably um, that. Uh, sorry. It was probably that I. I know, um, my lifestyle, sorry, I had to change that a lot more. Um, what I ate, um, it's also like we have two seasons in one year. So it's like, it's a lot of games and I had to, um, I had to not, um, recover a lot better as well. Um, and has it mostly been, has it, has it mostly been like, just sort of adapting to like the schedule of like a pro athlete. Cause it's, it's like, we, I, I know like we hear a lot like about how when we talk to some, some first year players, it's like, you have the concept of like balancing being a student athlete, right? Like 
training for for games but still having to like focus on on school and stuff like that and then with like being the pro athlete it's like you would there's maybe sometimes that shift where it's like oh maybe it's going to be easier because I could just focus on being an athlete but it ends up being that there's even more responsibility with that in terms of navigating being a pro athlete yeah um well my first season last um I I was actually still in school I was doing it online though yeah because I didn't graduate till June um and because of um COVID because uh, of COVID I was able to finish it online so I was actually still dealing with that my first season but I was very determined to finish it off um but now that I don't have school this season yeah it's been more um I have to com- be completely focused on soccer um and what I have to do as a professional to keep getting better and it is a lot more responsibility as in I don't have any excuses to not you know what I mean mm-hmm. not do what I'm supposed to do Yeah, that's incredibly impressive to start being a pro while still being in school. And so much of that adjustment comes from talking to your teammates and learning from them a little bit. And you have a handful of veterans on your team, as you mentioned, that are either from Mexico or from the United States and played collegiately. Specifically, you look at some other UC Irvine alums in Janelli Ferreris and Keanu Palacios has have they helped you and the veterans helped you at all with this transition from the college game to the pros? And how is it playing with some players that have that same background as you? Yeah. Yeah. It's been awesome. That's actually one of the reasons why I came to club America, because there were so many people similar to me. Um, a lot of Mexican Americans where I felt like I would, uh, I would feel more comfortable as in um, maybe going to another country and like not, I wasn't, I mean, I'm fluent in Spanish, but it's like a different culture. And it's like, it was going to be a culture shock for me if I didn't have these people that like, um, that helped me in that way. Um, But yeah, Janelli has been awesome. I mean, I talk to her all the time. I'm like, hey, like, can you help me with my eating habits? Because she like eats super healthy. And she's got a great TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where you can get all the recipes. (laughs) She's an amazing cook, but yeah, she helps me in that way. Um, also, like I get advice from them on how to recover faster. Like what what do they do to um, to like make their bodies feel better after games? Like so, yeah, they've they've helped a lot. So, what are some of the best recipes you've gotten from Janelli? Um, she doesn't really like sharing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But I really want her to make the, she has this recipe for, I think it was like oatmeal cookies and they're they're, they're so good. I was going to yeah. say some of the stuff that she has put out there on her socials, uh, like the, the baked goods, like the baking parts, like I yeah. really different between it's different, you know, when you're looking at baked goods versus cooking, but she does it all. It's really cool. But that's, that's, a. Uh, that's kind of cool to sort of to know that, like, when you're looking at the culture of Club America, that that kind of exists within the team for a player like you kind of deciding to make that decision to to go pro and and be able to come into an environment um, that maybe has some some familiar feelings for you with, with players who have maybe gone through something similar like you're currently going through. So towards the um end of our episodes here we like to have a little little fun uh with with our guest interviews and we're already starting uh, talking about cooking and and food and stuff like that 
But something that we've been pitching about centering around the Women's Cup um, has been the fact that there are teams who are participating in, in it for the first time, like like Club America, Tottenham. And we've asked, uh, you know, if there were any things that they wanted to do while in Louisville. And you've alluded to some of the things you've been doing with your family already. One of the best ways to get to know City, obviously, is to, to eat the food and get out there. But we wanted to like flip the script for you a little bit since you've been with the Club America for a little bit now. For example, if the Women's Cup was actually hosted uh, by Club America instead, maybe what are some cool activities or things that you would suggest to to visiting players? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think it would probably be tacos. <laughs> Joke <it> tacos. <laughs> I mean, they're amazing. Um, there's also a lot of um, handmade, um, like there's a Koyakan market, but they sell a lot of handmade stuff, um, like earrings or like just little things like that shops where like you can get anything and everything like you want. And I think those are cute and so awesome. And also, it's so random, but also visit like the the movie theater because they have like so many different types of popcorns you can choose from. And I just love going to watch movies to go get the popcorn. So yeah, there's there's so much to do. Like you can always do something in Mexico City. I, I love that you mentioned the movie theaters because I feel like the movie going experience in Mexico is severely underrated. Like it's not a thing that people always suggest for others to do. But I know like for me and my family, whenever we would go to to Mexico for our trips, our family trips, like that was one of the things on our list. We're like, okay, we're going to go to like have a movie day on this day. Yeah. And it's for those exact same reasons. The energy is just a little bit different when you're going to catch a, a movie in, in Mexico. I love that. That was a great answer. Um, I'd love to ask you one more. I don't want to keep up too much more of your time, but you know, you're a part of a young generation of players right now pursuing um, their dreams of being a professional athlete. And I'd love to ask you, um, you know, what kind of advice would you give to to players, uh, particularly, you know, who are in a similar position? Maybe they're dual nationals or have Mexican-American background. Um, you know, what type of advice would you would you give them um, as they maybe want to pursue something like being a professional athlete? Yeah, the, I think it'd probably be don't don't be scared to follow your dreams. Um, also, like step out of your comfort zone, because obviously I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I wouldn't like leave the comfort of California and San Diego. And um, yeah, just stay dedicated to everything, to what you want to do and your passions. Um, I think that'd be my advice. <laughs> Love it. Scarlett, thank you so much for joining us today on Attacking Third. We always like to thank our listeners at the end of the show. So thanks everyone to following along. Follow us on Twitter at Attacking Third for more. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to your shows. A reminder, you can enter your name to win a $100 Paramount Plus gift card. And you can watch Scarlett and Club America in the Women's Cup on Paramount Plus. To enter, subscribe to Attacking Third on YouTube, like this video, leave a comment with your social media handle, do those three things and you'll be entered to win. For Sandra Herrera, Lisa Roman, and Scarlett Campbell, this was Attacking Third.